My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you. May the force be with you! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff podcast post show for ahsoka episode four heavy spoilers here so if you haven't watched the episode don't listen to us don't view us go watch the episode first because there's <laughs> huge things that happened that we're going to talk about and uh you've been warned so there you go so josh retro ray take it away <laughs> so go ahead do you, josh do you feel like this is a good midpoint through our series because we've hit episode four um i feel like the ending really sold everything for this episode and i i feel like it stitched it very well together um but yeah like for for episode four i thought it was very good midway point um and then i believe next episode we'll probably get thrawn question mark i think i think we'll i'm not sure yet I just really hope they don't leave it to like the end of the season. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be from everything they showed us at the the end of this episode. I mean, yeah, you can definitely be like, yep, the next episode's the Filoni episode. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely. Did you guys notice? I know there's tons of great stuff to talk about here, but did you guys notice? <laughs> Ray Stevenson stunt double a few times. Like you can see a different guy's face. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, like a younger version. You kind of saw that, yeah. I did like the fighting. That that action between the two and their dialogue between the two. I was like, yeah. I really yeah. like this guy. It, it really worked. It really worked. So I guess um, Ray already started talking before the podcast and we, <laughs> we silenced him and we said, save it for the podcast. So Ray, so you think... Morocco was inhabited maybe by a night sister. That's those. what I took it as the basically taking the shell of the basic like armor and it was her, a spirit of the night witch in one of in there. You know what I mean? That's my theory because the way he vanished, you know what I mean? So this is everyone right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did not see it at all coming that way. <laughs> Oh, that's too funny. So yeah, for all the listeners here, uh, there's a picture of Filoni with a big poster that says your Maroc theory sucks and a picture of Maroc holding his uh, <laughs> dual saber there, the, the helicopter saber with uh, DiCaprio's face photoshopped into the faceplate of that helmet. So that's what Josh was laughing at. But yeah, um, there was someone online that said that Morocco was made of smoke. So I guess we got to trust that guy going forward. So, or a smoke-like substance. So, yeah. Um, it wasn't a Morocco-heavy episode. It was more of a Balin-type episode because mm -hmm. the episode was entitled Fallen Jedi. So we didn't get, like, his backstory, but we got more Balin-centric dialogue with Ahsoka, and I thought that was really awesome. The saber fighting, we got that in the woods, all that marketing material that we've seen. Um, and we got to see the ghost in live action, and it's like full live action glory, finally. And it comes on the heels of the Hasbro Pulse 
a campaign to back the ghost. There's like like one day left to back it. So we got one day, guys, to to buy the five hundred dollar ghost toy. <laughs> it does look really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does. So it's... when they were trying to get the little like the the map ball, and um, it burns into like it burns Ahsoka's hand when she tries to grab it. Do you think the map is now imprinted on her hand, and that's how they're going to get there? Because yeah, like Balin destroying it at the end, and he's like, "No one's going to find us." I thought maybe she'd be like, "It's on my hand. It's burned in." Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That that could be a little plot point there going You're forward. You're doing a little Indiana Jones. <laughs> it feels like I've seen that in a certain movie. Is it Indy? Where they do that? Yeah, where he grabs it, the Nazi guy grabs it and it burns into his hand. Okay. Kind of the same premise. But do they use his hand as a map going forward? I don't know if he uses it as a map, but I think he kind of uses it to, to sculpt it or something. I'm not too sure. I can't remember. There's been other movies and TV shows where like someone has a tattoo of a map or a piece or something. That's that, <laughs> that whole trope. True, but yeah that that was that was a pretty cool sequence. So Ahsoka fell off the cliff. I didn't assume, no. assume she died, but then I was like, we saw the world between worlds at the end. Heavy spoilers, guys. So don't get mad at me. Um, so Ray thinks that means she did die, and she in, that's how she ended up in the world between worlds, which makes sense because I was asking myself, how did she end up there? I mean, the most logical explanation is she died. It's it's like that in the, the the time that she's been in there before, where she died, but then they kind of rewrite the past with Ezra coming in and then taking her from that moment in time. So I'm kind of wondering, could this be another moment where she's pulled through? Can you just go through it yourself? Like, we know that it's said that Force users are able to use it, and uh, they used to use it instead of doing light speed getting around and hyperspace travel so she could have just tapped into it but yes definitely the uh the end where she turns around and it's anakin there i was like this is amazing <laughs> very good seeing him again yeah 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 and you hear him say snips yeah and i heard that and when i saw the wording i was like oh shoot man this is gonna be i was like what are we gonna get major cliffhanger yeah, Maka says, I think she died because Anakin said he wasn't expecting to see her so soon. Yeah, that's what I said, too. So that's why I think she's dead. Or she's kind of dead, but not a... You know what I mean? Kind of like, you know, like when they do a CPR? Maybe she's in between and someone needs a reviver. Mm -hmm. She's in between worlds. Yeah, um, yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense what Josh just said. Um she died, but they'll be able to go through the world between worlds to change that timeline where she falls off the cliff, so to speak. But then there's also possible opportunities there to do other things and see other things in that realm. So, yeah, that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, definitely uh, this Facebook user says, uh, you see Anakin, then Vader's theme is playing at the very end, yes. I had the captions on, and it clearly said Vader's theme. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, to see Hayden Christensen dressed up as Revenge of the Sith Anakin. 
Yeah. Um, I didn't get a clean look at them because I was just like, oh my gosh, they, they showed them in this episode. So the whole next episode, I guess it's going to be titled The World Between Worlds. I mean, that's going to be a big theme there. Did y'all catch that what Jason told Hera? <laughs> I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, he didn't say about this. He just said, I got a bad feeling. Yeah. So they cut it off there. But did you notice the pilots? Yeah. So you have Carson Teva back. He's been in a whole bunch of stuff. This was their chance to put Zeb in. It was right there. <laughs> it's literally like, all right. And then we're going to pan over to Zeb. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So the one of the pilots, I think, was Brendan Wayne, the Mandalorian, the guy in the suit. And then was the it? other pilot, I think so. And then the other pilot was the director of the show, Peter Ramsey. And then there was a female pilot I didn't recognize. Maybe that was Steph Green. And then you had the Rodian, which was yeah. a female Rodian. Did you guys end up liking the way they were, uh, the, just the way Anakin looked with all of his... He did. He looked young. He looked good. I'm wondering what's going to happen in the next episode and how much they're they're going to talk back and forth. So, yeah, we talked about in previous shows that the dream is to have Luke, Ahsoka, and Ghost, Anakin talk. But now it's like we're going to get like I'm two-thirds of that now, yeah. essentially. I like how it's world between worlds, Anakin. Like, he's still got the color to him. He's still got all that. It's not that he's just like a force ghost or just talking to her. Yeah. It's like him actually physically being there. I love that. It's a great thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's that's really cool. Brought Hayden back. We're gonna see him. We've we've seen him as Anakin. And uh... when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Man, my mind is just like working on overdrive, thinking about what the next sequence of events are going to be. So... What did y'all think of um, Sabine just handing over the the map? Understandable. I get She's, it. Yeah, yeah. I agree with Josh. I think Ahsoka allowed this to happen in the sense of the way she talked to Sabine about, like, yeah, you might have to dip on, like, helping Ezra. Like, I was like, I didn't really like the way she worded it. And I was like, no wonder she's going to feel super conflicted later. Because I feel like I wish it was more of a kind of a one-on-one kind of like, can I trust you to make the right decision when it comes to it? Because we might not ever get a shot again to stop Thrawn. And that may mean like 
not getting Ezra back. But she was just kind of like, you got to make the hard decisions as a Jedi. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she, she isn't a trained Jedi. She's not in the Jedi way. She's not part of the religion. She's just training to, as a force, as a very, very lightly force-sensitive being, to use the force. So, I mean, her obsession is Ezra. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, I mean, what would you do for your obsession? Me, I'm talking in front of the whole world now about my obsession. So, <laughs> I, to me, I think I've done a lot. <laughs> and I don't really talk to many people about Star Wars. Um, but now I do, of course, because we've got this podcast. But, um, yeah, I mean, super interesting. I think the the avenues and the different story points and, and the ways that Filoni will take us now. And as, so, as soon as Morgan Elsbeth was, was like just jumping into hyperspace, it felt like the, the ships were going to go in between, which they did in, in the middle of the actual hyper hyper loop, so to speak. Um, and then of course there's a power surge and uh, took out two of the pilots, I think. Yeah. I think, took two of them out. I think Teva lived. But uh, yeah, it almost took out the ghost. It it was almost another Razor Crest situation where you destroy the the Hasbro Pulse action figure vehicle <laughs> once again. But of course, we see we see the ghost. We think it's the ghost in Rise of Skywalker. So there's that. So That's did true. any of y'all catch Sabine? Actually, Miss Sabine, Ahsoka actually smiled at the very beginning, right? Yeah. Yeah. When they took off running together. Yeah. I like that. That was cool. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I thought it was interesting seeing like Valen's character fully be like, dude, I'm I'm not that bad of a guy, trust me. I'd like just give me the ball and I'll let you live. And then as soon as like Shin was doing her thing, I thought it was like might it might have been him and I was like, Oh, I guess he is fully evil. Then it's Shin doing his thing, and he's like, no, I gave her my word. I was like, I like this guy. I like this guy a lot. I really want to see what his whole deal is. I don't think we've gotten the full kind of rundown of mm-hmm. where he wants to go with all this. But yeah, hopefully we'll get somewhere there. Yeah, I really want to see what his true motivations are. So this Facebook user in chat says Sabine handing over the map felt like a mirror of Anakin succumbing to Palpatine. Yes, it did. And when he had his hand out, that felt like Vader to Luke in Empire as well to me. Yeah. And he was like, join me. And together we will find Ezra. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's all set up now. Um, I think uh, this episode will sufficiently either bring people more in or give more praise to the show, I think, uh, to the, from the general audiences there that are not liking the show so far. And th- there was a lot of spaceships to be seen in outer space, so we had a decent fill of CGI, seeing Home 1 again, and other ships, too, around it that I think we're not very familiar with as well. Um, and hearing those S-foils lock into attack position, man, and, and hearing those X-wings, <laughs> I love that sound effect. Uh, Gareth Monroe uh, writes, uh, do you guys think Ahsoka's deep connection to the Force inadvertently put her in the world between worlds? I That's think what so. I was kind of thinking, but Ray thinks she died. It came to her when she needed it, similarly with well, Ezra I mean, and Rebels. I say she died, but I'm saying she's 
maybe dying she, she died in the like when the exact same thing happened before technically so i'm kind of like halfway halfway right now i love yeah. the theory that she died in that circumstance and then this is where she is now um well wait a I, minute. I don't think let's, she'll see dead the rest let's of the talk series. about that josh you're saying ahsoka died before and she ended up in the world between worlds yes she's but died thought- multiple times this is like actually dies like to the person that she is with in that timeline she is canonically dead okay i know she died on mortis and then when vader she has the fight with vader it's not like she's pulled out right before it's like this i'm pretty sure it's being like she dies there and then that's why they talk about when they're going to go save kanan you can't save Kanan because he is literally like saving you. If you try and go and save him, then you all die as well. Right, right. Okay. Because we were talking about that on pre-show when Ahsoka and Ezra in the world between worlds, Ahsoka explains to Ezra, if you save Kanan, mm-hmm. the rest of your you die along with Hera and the ghosts. They all essentially die, which would be an interesting way of seeing how they handle that. Would as was Ezra just like disappear? <laughs> how does that work? Like Back to the Future style? But <laughs> yeah, I I, I kind of like Ray's thought there that she did die and she ends up in the world between worlds. But I mean, if you kind of think about it, so. Do you think for the simple fact that she's been to the world between worlds, that's like her purgatory in a sense? So when she dies, she ends up there no matter what, instead of becoming like either a force ghost or just not existing? That'd be an interesting take because I think it would give more clairvoyance to what happens in um, like the, the Ray fight with Palpatine and having Ahsoka's voice playing when she's like, I'm all the Jedi. Because I'm wondering, because that's li- literally my ultimate thing has always been, oh, well, I guess Ahsoka died when I heard that for the first time. And then Dave Filoni was like, just because her voice is playing doesn't mean that she's actually dead. And I'm wondering where we're going to get to these building block points to where she's able to communicate through the force to Rey at that, that given time. I love when Star Wars does that, when we have these like thoughts and mysteries and discussion points, and then we finally actually get to see the connective tissue being given to us. And then it just recolors what we initially kind of speculated on. And that's what I think the show's doing, which is, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I mean, are we going to see Anakin and so could kind of talk like, what are you doing here? Or, you know, cause he does call her snips, but then he's also dressed in, you know, the Anakin garb, from you know when he turns to the dark side so what part of Danikin are we going to get that's a good question Ray what Anakin are we getting at this point I mean how does that all factor in are we getting is he going to be normal then his eyes are going to turn red towards the end type thing you know what I mean 
I think this is a good version. I think he's going to stay solid light side the whole time. But where's where's the logic in him being this age? Yeah. Because he was that age when he was a forest ghost in the 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 edits. He's now that age as a forest <laughs> ghost. Okay. So why is he a forest ghost now in World Between Worlds? Is there different rules? Why why isn't he a force ghost in the world between worlds? Right, right, because at, at this point in the timeline he's passed away. I I'm going to assume that it's because like only force users can come into that. Like it's I your purgatory thing I think is correct and I feel like this is where you go when you become a force ghost. Like you're not always around, but this is like where your energy is. That's what I would think. So this Facebook user says, so is the world between worlds afterlife and that line of thinking, like all dead force users that are force ghosts actually communicating in the world between worlds to their specific person. Mm -hmm. That's a possibility. Is that where they learn to... Possibly like a way station of sorts because you'd see a bunch of dead Jedi up there. Possibly. It would be interesting because then that would kind of be like you could meet old and the, the past like Jedi there, but that doesn't mean that you have to necessarily go that that training that keeps you alive. Because like the to become a ghost, you had to do like or learn it. So yeah, like where Obi Wan goes with a uh, mm -hmm. Qui Gon. Yep. To communicate so I was, with. Her. I'm wondering if that's still required in wherever this is to become physically manifested or it's based on memories or something like that. I'm very, very interested in seeing what Dave Filoni has for this next episode and how deep we're going to get into this weird lore. And if it would ever yeah. be explained. Yeah, I mean, knows? it could be Yeah, it could be like Yoda species. We just really never get it. Um, but I've heard, I think we've all heard the the talk about how George Lucas maybe wants to keep Yoda's species a secret. He never said anything about the Force ghosts kind of status and hierarchy and explanation of all that. Um, because I think that the popular belief is the fact that if you knew the person, if you knew the Jedi that knew how to come back as a Force ghost, you're the only person that could see that Force ghost. So maybe those same rules apply in World Between Worlds. That way station, that purgatory is there, but you can only see the people that you interacted with, that you have that connection with there, possibly. I don't know. Yeah, that's true, too. Because yeah, it makes you think that... Or maybe it's just you see people you have unfinished things with. Like she had... Well, this, you know, since... Because he mentions... Um, not a, not Anakin, but uh, Balin mentions you abandon uh, Anakin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in his time of need, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Because he mentions that. Yeah. But did you notice? But did you notice though too, when Soka kind of thought Sabine had died, she had some anger. Oh yeah, that's fine. She's not a Jedi. Yeah, but I'm just saying. All the marketing says he's a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but I'm just saying, I mean, you just noticed that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then I remembered, okay, yeah, she's not a Jedi. So, I mean, it's, 
And even if she still was, I mean, you're still going to have those feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what's up, Craig Five? Craig Five oh, has now joined us. Standing He's by. Standing by. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, Craig? Was it up to snuff for you? That was a great episode. That was a great episode. Oh, man, I was so frustrated because, like, you want Sabine to destroy the the, the map, but you know she's not going <laughs> to. And you're just like, no! <laughs> so that was great. Obviously, the end was amazing. I, I, I think we all kind of expected it to happen, but not this episode. Right, right, right. Raid kind of did, though. He was kind of speculating we were going to get some of this stuff prior to and he was right but there was also some people online that there was there's like a leaker online now that said that Maroc was gonna turn into like goat uh, to like smoke or something and that's what happened so someone just said in the chat just a while ago that Maroc was essentially like either night sister magic or a night sister inhabiting the body or whatever i have to take a closer look at what the smoke looked like it's just like yeah. some green dusty smoke. Yeah. Because we know that like they can do that, especially from um Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Like they reanimate like bodies and there's like zombies. So I'm wondering yeah. if it's the same kind of thing. But I mean, I don't know how how deep they'll ever get into it and they'll, or they'll just be like, They are the smoke monster from Lost, and that is where it ends. Cause you remember when their ghost bodies inhabited it when they were trying to get the ghost saber? I mean the black saber. Um, when they were in, in the caverns, they were inhabiting like Canaan's body and Sabine's body. But as, if you, if they left the cavern, they couldn't, they couldn't leave with the body. They could only be inhabited inside that cavern mm-hmm. kind of thing. I'm wondering if that's kind of the same premise somewhat where they were inhabited his body. If that it, was an actual, it person. is weird that like like what was he like was he? I, I don't know. Yeah, what do you guys think? He, I mean, he was Night Sister Magic. That's all it was. So all of our Maroc theories sucked. <laughs> yeah, but it was this just right kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but did y'all just notice though that when when uh, So could cut him, it was kind of like the whole Obi Wan thing where he just stands there and then. Or it falls, and it takes a few, and then he finally just kind of dissolves, kind of like the Obi Wan with the coat just dropped when Ahsoka when uh, Vader just strike them down. It was kind of that same strike down that she that uh, Vader did, but she went right by him and just mm-hmm. cut him across his torso. When those sabers started spitting, I totally thought he was gonna <laughs> fly out of there. <laughs> I was like, we're finally gonna see the helicopter. Yeah, I know. I said the same thing. I was like. He's he's gonna fly away. <laughs> he's gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a fun fight. It was a good fight. I was expect I was expecting was... Sabine to say, "Get over here!" When she pulled the one of the the robots, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the audio description only says exploding hiss for his death. So I'm kind of like, okay. <laughs> isn't like dark sister magic sound <laughs> yeah so craig what do you what do you think happened with ahsoka she died there and she ends up in the world between worlds that's a great question 
I, I was thinking that somehow it was because it was below the map that somehow she had fallen onto the map, like the base of the map or something, the star map. I was thinking she went through a doorway as well, but Ray brought up the theory that she died and she ended up in purgatory, which is world between worlds. That's why she sees dead Anakin. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm wondering what where we're going to go for this next episode. Of this I mean, I don't know. I mean, you think she died? I mean, well, I mean, she can die. I I think the story allows for that because she could then be resurrected once again via World Between Worlds if the timeline is is changed through one of those portals like the, what they did in Rebels in a sense. That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but see, Ezra would be the only one to have to go get her. Who would else go? Who would? Who the would Bean. <laughs> well, I mean, she still doesn't have well force powers. So I mean, we're we're hopefully going to see both of them in the next episode. Hopefully, I don't know if we're going to cut back and forth, or it's literally only going to be like a super dialogue-heavy episode of just in the world between worlds. Yeah, I mean, Filoni's directing the next episode. He mm-hmm. wrote them all. It might be lore-heavy stuff, and we might get the lore that we've always asked the questions for that about would be nice. Force Ghosts and World Between Worlds and how do they interact with the living and mm-hmm. what are the rules. I don't know. Maybe we get that explanation finally. But it's it's super interesting to me. I, I think this should actually make a lot of people happy. Um I was already happy with the show, but just to just to see Hayden on screen again in his Revenge of the Sith robes. I mean, great. the first time we've seen them together in live action. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty big. It's probably trending right now on it, that was everywhere. Incredible. So yeah, this Facebook user asked, uh, "So was Morocco a person a spell or something more like a golem?" Um, probably. I think he was just. Yeah, yeah. Something akin to a spell from a night sister. Gotta wait for that, that visual novel to come out and then we can be like oh. Yeah, it was just <laughs> night magic. Yeah. Cause yeah, but Josh did say he saw a green tint. I don't even remember that, but it's like a green smoky tint, I'm assuming <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah, that screams like night sister magic. <laughs> um, okay. This is an even better theory, I think. Uh what if Anakin somehow pulled her out of the moment like Ezra did back in Rebels? That would work, but the dialogue goes against it, though. He said, I didn't expect to see you here. So that means he didn't pull her because he was shocked that she she was in World Between Worlds. But that would have been cool if that was the case. So is this... A hand come through or or him holding her. That would have been a cool thing. Go ahead. Okay, so is the World Between Worlds like the afterlife? Or is it like, because I always felt like it was somehow going to be connected to this galaxy between galaxies and stuff. I mean, somehow it's all the space between spaces connected, right? I think that it is the manifestation of just the force itself. It's just the only people that can go into it are people who are connected with the force on like a level. 
right? So I think that whether it's you died or you're alive, you can still tap into it. We don't really have as much of an explanation as I, I know a lot of people want, which makes me think that this next episode, we're going to get a whole bunch of, this is why I'm here. This is why you're here. This is what we do. Um, I mean, can we talk about the rumor? I what mean, rumor? Now that we've seen, <laughs> I don't like, know this rumor. I mean, there's been a rumor that that was going on a year ago the uh, between Anakin and Ahsoka. That I think I know the rumor you're talking about. And to me, it somehow doesn't make sense now. If I, she go yeah, but if she goes through a door to like say, I have to save you, I have to try and save you, I can't leave you. Or maybe so I think the rumor that, that Craig's talking about is that it was spoken like years ago, maybe, that Ahsoka was gonna be in the world between worlds and is going to be looking through doorways and seeing events from the past films. But there's also another rumor rumor where ahsoka intervenes in a way and it's almost like a parallel dimension type thing where she does change events and the ending of revenge of the sith is different but yeah and i think it's gonna happen okay i think she's gonna try and be like no i have to try and save you wow that's really gonna go against the uh, jedi code and what she told Ezra if she attempts that because she told Ezra if you save Kanan right now you kill everybody and that's not what you should do so you think she's she's going to go back on that and try and save Anakin before he goes yeah. full on crispy mode I think she's going to fight him like Obi-Wan did I think that's what we're going to see I think we're going to wow. see the Revenge of the Sith fight with Ahsoka and Anakin that's what I think we're gonna see. That's a that's an interesting take. And I think she's gonna defeat him, just like, like, Obi Wan did. Well, and then we're gonna wow. get the two split timeline thing, so we could get rid of the sequel trilogy, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh, that's too funny, dude. That'd be insane. That's uh. what I think is gonna happen. I think we're gonna see Ahsoka defeat. Anakin and realize that there was nothing she could have done to save him from from turning that it was his destiny but see it kind of goes against what Ahsoka thinks though because she told that to Ezra that there's nothing he could do that you shouldn't change these events and then if she does it she goes against what she actually knows but I mean it's pretty powerful though because I mean it is Anakin and if she sees that window and thinks she can save him and, I mean, by saving him, you basically eliminate the Empire, in a way. Didn't Ahsoka say something in some way or another? I can't remember the actual wording where she said, sometimes the right decision isn't always the right decision. She said something about, uh, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Sometimes the right decision leads to, like, a bad outcome. Yes. In that right. kind of situation. Because I remember her saying that. I don't know if it was episode two or one that she had stated that. But I don't know, man. It's, it's, they left us hanging really. So 
like I said, this is what I meant to say when I said that she's dead. I'm not saying she's officially dead. Like us, like when, she's just kind of dead. Yeah, well, she's between <laughs> between worlds where she's dying. And, like I know what you mean, like those CPR sequences where you're yeah, kind of like so coming she's in, in between, and, and someone's gonna yeah. come and try to revive her, she's in and, coma. Pull, and then she's gonna get pulled back yeah. from there. I, I, yeah, I. That's what I meant to say. That. Is what I think is she's not officially dead, dead, but she is dead, but not. To the point where she can't come back from that. You yeah. know what I mean? That's just a theory. I may be mm. wrong, but so is she underwater right now? <laughs> well, where else was she on top of it to me? Something... At first, it did. Yeah. 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 Something interesting is that I feel like if that was the case, I know that Balin didn't want to kill her, did like say, I'm sorry it had to come to this. She falls off. But he never goes to like finish anything. He doesn't make a comment like we need to go back to do anything. So I feel like you're right in the sense of it is believed that wherever her force ghost essence is to where any other Jedi could feel it, they can't. And Balin is the number one person that's there, I would assume, that would be able to feel it because he gets all of like Sabine's mental thought from like two seconds of sitting there with his yeah. eyes closed. So. I'm almost 100% sure that your theory of being like, it's like a purgatory place, is at, like she's teetering between life and death, that's that's correct. Because I mean, That's the only thing I could think. Because I mean, how are you going to kill off Ahsoka? Uh, and yeah, I mean, I don't think Ahsoka's going to die, but she, but you know, she could come back like Gandalf. That is true. There you go, Craig. Yeah, I mean, there you Lord go. of the Rings. You got to look at Lord of the Rings. Because wasn't But that... she's already come back before because she died in Clone Wars. <laughs> That's <laughs> so true. So this will be the second that resurrection. Was connected with the this the uh, sister. The sister, yeah. And Wars of Morai. We haven't seen Morai at all. She. This would be perfect environment for that owl. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We haven't seen an owl. Or are, or is it in the world between worlds? Is it going to be sitting on top of one of the gates? And it comes uh, back with her because we've seen Morai in World Between Worlds. Yeah. You think they'll ever give her an ultimatum and be like, if you leave now, you can't come back? And she has to make yeah. that decision. No, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I, I don't, I think Ahsoka's too huge a part of the plan for the future. And I think she's going to be a big part of the, like the movie that's coming. Exactly, mm-hmm. I have the same sentiments, uh, Craig. That's why I didn't think she didn't she didn't die. I thought no, she went through a gateway somehow. I felt like because the map was right above the cliff, uh-huh. that somehow it was connected to the the map or to the world between worlds somehow. Like that's somehow connected to that portal or that you know pathway that they're going through to the other galaxy. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like she fell onto it. Right. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if we'll ever get an, exp- an explanation, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to me because this is the first time that she's spoken with Anakin as a force entity, I think, like a proper conversation because like he is a force ghost. Like we, we know that. So I'm like, if you could reach out, is this like her turning point where they can communicate properly now? Because we know that that happens to Obi-Wan with Qui-Gon like later. I'm wondering if this is going to be the turning point. You're going to get actual more Anakin showing up and being like, you should do this, or this is my thoughts on these things. 
like uh, Luke has. Okay, I'm going to pick David's brain. So getting back to Blue Beetle, on the very end, you remember the end of the movie where Jaime goes into... Spoilers in for Blue Beetle. Okay, spoilers for Blue Beetle. Yeah. You don't watch it. Um, when Jaime sees his dad. Earmuffs, Craig. Oh, you haven't seen <laughs> Well, okay, either way... There's he... a very Star Wars sequence in Blue Beetle. Yeah, so what if it's something like that, but this time Anakin says, it's not your time, you need to go back. Yeah. Anakin sends her back. Well, he essentially says that when he was shocked that he was like, I didn't expect to see you here. Because you got to remember, this Anakin that we're getting to as well is after Return of the Jedi. So technically, he could be the good Anakin. That's what I'm thinking. That was my line of thought. This is Anakin after he turned. This is Anakin after the uh, Ewok celebration. So he's altogether Mm -hmm. good. And this might very well be another form of Force Ghosts, but you are solid, Force Solid in World Between Worlds. <laughs> so when you're That's outside not... World Between Worlds, you're a ghost. In World Between Worlds, you're you can be in mm-hmm. corporeal form. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, it, that's that. It got me thinking of that because what if it is that? I mean, you know, because that was one of the things that in Blue Beetles where his dad says, "You you've been chosen. You need to go back." kind of same premise um yeah i think that's essentially what's gonna happen um because of so many reasons i mean the show's ahsoka we think ahsoka is a big part of star wars like craig said and it's 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 just gonna work that way i think that's why i didn't think she died but i mean she very well could have and then they can use the world between worlds Mm -hmm. to essentially change the timeline and just have her hop through a gate which is very convenient for her because i I, we can we know that they use it for travel, space travel. But the yeah. only people that can go through it are Force users. I'm wondering if she's going to go through it, get to where they are, realize she needs a whole army, go back and use the map on her that's burned into her hand to get everyone else over there. Yeah, that's possibly. So well, yeah, Legacy of Nerds is a great thing here because he's taking the place of the father. Ah. That's why Anakin can do the thing that he just did is because he's taking the place of the father. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then Ahsoka is the the, the daughter. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's a great... Who, okay, and then who do you think would be the brother? Would it be like Darth Maul? Does it have to be somebody evil? I would think... Well, I mean... Filoni, Filoni, and Lucas have always said that Dude. once a Sith dies, they can't. They they they, don't, they have no afterlife. They they yeah. cannot. That's why they're so attached to being mortal and being that. That's why they hold attachments as as something like in high regard. That's why the Jedi are not supposed to have attachments. But yeah, that's a great notion. Their legacy nerd. I didn't even think of that. I, I like the idea of the map being on her hand. That that yeah. it burned it into there. That's going to be a plot point going forward to find, but that's kind of a moot point now. I think it because really it emphasized how badly it burned her hand. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, when you have the world between worlds, you can go anywhere. I'm just saying that she can, but people who don't use the force can't. Right. So if she comes back, I feel like she'd be like, "I know where it is. It's on my palm." Yeah. Well, yeah, I agree, but I. Do we think that they're going to go there? Or do you think we're just going to see Thrawn return? 
I think Ahsoka has to because make her way to that to galaxy ne- some way, somehow. It would be more interesting if they if she did. Yeah, I'm wondering. It'll it'll be interesting because yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, because technically no ships could travel, so no one's gonna be able to jump. You know, they don't have that hyper super thing. hyperdrive. Yeah. yeah. So how they how the, or the coordinates? Do... You need the coordinates, and the map was destroyed. Yeah. And the only piece of the map that kind of I mean, it was cleaved in half almost. It looked like when mm-hmm. Balin just shoved a saber through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think he did like disintegrate pieces of it. So I mean, uh, I that is true. They could use the purgles to help get there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a way to do it. Um, and you do need uh back in the old days before hyperdrive, I believe um if they did go into hyperspace without navigation, you could use a force sensitive to navigate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like what he, I like what you put, <laughs> Ed. It's kind of that was an incredible episode, though. That I'm so glad we had an episode like that tonight because I was thinking, boy, it's really been a bit slow. The last, you know what I mean? Like, I know they have to build up, but I was thinking we really got to get somewhere by tonight. Yeah, and that's what I figured. I thought it was going to be a slow ramp up, so every successive episode has been better than the previous. So I think this has been the best episode so far. And then we get the Filoni directed episode, which should be crazy i i really think we're gonna see revenge of the sith with maybe the we're sith. gonna see all like 50 percent or 75 percent of the budget in this one episode <laughs> you know it would be great too if like we saw like captain rex and like <sighs> obi like it would be great if we saw like like clone wars flashbacks and just like running through the stuff i really wonder what balan's entire plan is though yeah because is he just running from like this kind of stuff? Because he's like, I'm not here for this whole war, but like whatever's out in the stars is where I'd rather be. And I'm kind of like, okay, so if you if you and Shin get out there, are you gonna just stay there and they're just gonna bring Thrawn back and you're gonna be out there instead of being there for the war? I'm 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 very curious as to see what he means by power. Yeah. I always thought he meant he was alluding to world between worlds control over that to change the past. I don't know. I think uh, it'll go in an interesting direction. Because he did say that that place is like a reflex point. He said it was like some like reflex point or something just to Shin. He didn't say that to like the night sister because like i think that it is what you're saying is that this is a place where you can access the world between worlds so that's the point yeah which would make double sense because it's uh a night sister place and they can also access the world between worlds so i'm wondering so many questions (laughs) I don't know, man, but I think next episode is going to be just like phenomenal. I'm like really excited to see where they go. I mean, this was a shock to see Anakin. I didn't think we were going to see him. Ahsoka is trending number one on entertainment on Twitter slash X, whatever you want to call it. 
I was more excited to see Hayden Christensen in this than I was in <laughs> any of Obi Wan. <laughs> this was like, wow, that's great. It'll be interesting towards the future. Obi-Wan so, do you guys? I wonder how long the next episode is going to be. That's a big one for me because I think what do we got? Like, was it thirty-four minutes, thirty-five minutes? This one. It says it's 37, yeah. but I'm just talking like credits as well. Yeah. It was, I think it was in the 30s, the high 30s. But I mean, we got some awesome punch and a small package there. Did that you think Filoni's going to give us 45 minutes or an hour? Oh, dude. An if he hour, gave us over like an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to be something like 47. It'd be cool if we got like 52 or. Woo. Something like akin to uh, Mandalorian season two, first episode, where it felt like it was like a mini movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they do these big ideas, feeling... like Craig is saying, it has to be longer, I think. What were you saying, Craig? I, I had a feeling that Morak was going to get killed by Ahsoka. I mean, I said, I think maybe even a few weeks ago, I thought he was just there to get, because somebody's got to die, right? Like when you're having lightsaber duels, you can't have it, nobody dying. And I was like, well, Balin and Shin don't look like they're going to die anytime soon. So this is going to be the, the loser yeah. of the battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know and the only be star killer, but that made no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> and the only piece of marketing for actual video that we haven't seen yet, I think we've seen everything so far except for thrawn walking up that piece of footage we haven't yeah, seen that, that yet seen. i think that's the only piece now that's the thing i was going to say too that with the the night sister we only see one do you think there's going to be more i'm not sure it was clone wars or rebels wasn't it they had wasn't there three before I, I think there's going to be like a whole like race of them. Honestly, they said that they're very rare now, and there's almost the last of the last because they say that in um, a Jedi Survivor. Because Marin, oh, okay, okay, I haven't played is, that. Yeah, Marin is like one of the very last as well, and so oh. this is even past that. So I'm like, yeah, there's not many left. But which galaxy was that, Josh? <laughs> hmm. there's maybe more like morgan elsbeth types like acolyte types i i don't feel like she's very night sistery to me i thought you know mm. i wish she would be a little bit more like wicked. magic and witchy and <laughs> yeah <laughs> she seems just... plain for a night sister considering they were like giant hats and like <laughs> yeah that's what i was telling you yeah that's what i expected from the night sisters I did, yeah, I did laugh when Balin's like witchcraft, and I'm like, what'd she do? Just like put a finger on top of a ball? Yeah. <laughs> I would have liked to see, you know, like it was very theatrical with like Savage Press. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> That's true. <laughs> yeah, everyone's freaking out online. Oh my gosh, there's a compilation. Of reactors and all of them were just like screaming at the TV. Yeah, <laughs> just hyper overreacting. Wait, next week. <laughs> oh man, next week when Anakin gets his when Darth Darth Vader gets his limbs cut off again by Ahsoka uh. this time. Uh. 
I think we're going to see it. I think we're going to see I it. I just hope that I can't predict anything for this next episode. <laughs> that it is something so wildly weird that it just throws us all for a loop. So in YouTube, Anna says something uh, pretty cool that I actually had a kind of a same kind of thought process of uh, when Jason said he had a bad feeling. Hmm, force sensitive. Definitely. At that yeah. At that point, I was like, okay, he's coming to coming into his own here to be yeah. uh, possibly a future Jedi. Yeah, go 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 join Luke. You'll be fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> no, don't join Luke. I um, dropped you off for the summer for summer camp. <laughs> the temple just burns hey man like i i hate that damn movie so much (laughs) (laughs) jedi man the worst the worst it would be pretty funny if they ended up actually making this sequel trilogy not canon i think that or like (laughs) i don't think they would do that i know i know they wouldn't but but we well, had wanted it for so long, and I was like, "Wouldn't it be interesting if they actually did that?" <laughs> well, Star Trek has been doing that time travel stuff where they're kind of changing things, so mm-hmm. it's a possibility. Yeah, because I remember every time something that comes up that isn't doesn't like feed into the sequel trilogy, people go like, "Oh no, they're they're changing it so that they can completely write off the sequel." I remember when they were talking about like the the video of like the death star blowing up like you see there's no pieces they can't they can't fall back down <laughs> where they i was like dude oh <laughs> uh, but yeah i hope this next episode really throws me for a loop i really want to see something that just blows my mind where i'm like i never thought of that and uh i hope it's also a longer episode as well and we get to see thrawn and I, i'm very very excited now this kind of popped in my head what if um, Jason starts to like sense his father, kind of like the whole Force Ghost, and Kanan starts communicating with Jason? Well, I don't know. Maybe if Freddie wasn't talking so bad about Star Wars, they. <laughs> Yeah, That's I don't think too. Kanan learned that uh, that technique to to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen, but you never know. True. Yeah, because when we were talking at the beginning of the episode, we were, or the pre-show, we were talking about that, that sequence, that fight sequence, if we were going to get it towards the end or the beginning of the show. We kind of got it towards the beginning kind of what we were talking about so uh, what are the uh people saying online everybody loved it great they're happy with it yeah, yeah everybody's freaking out it seems like and everyone's calling feloni god and <laughs> that whole thing but someone online uh pulled up cast and crew for ahsoka which i'm not able to on disney plus i just tried it right now and then they highlight Tamira Morrison as part of the cast. So Doing maybe what? We... <laughs> I can't tell. Yeah, I can't tell. Captain Rex, it says. <clears throat> Weird. But yeah, I mean, this, this episode was... People are saying 10 out of 10. 
Yak face yeah. says, holy freaking perfection, Batman. <laughs> so. I just, I, I hope that the next episode doesn't drop the ball. Keep this momentum going and I'll be very, very happy. Yeah, yeah and it, it feels like the episodes it are gaining next momentum episode, here. I'm telling you, listen, Rosario said a while ago, was the one that was her favorite. So okay. you know it's going to be incredible. She was hinting at it. Man. They're like, what episode is great? And she's like this. <laughs> like, so you get to go off five fingers. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think that's... Uh, anyone else have any have anything they want to talk about this episode? Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to wait, what, seven days? Mm-hmm. A little less than seven days now to watch the next episode, and that episode should be spectacular. Maybe we should do something special for it. I don't know. But it's going to be <laughs> one of the greatest... Now we're building up the hype. It's going to be overhyped and it might disappoint now. But... <laughs> oh, man. Tonight's episode was such a shocking end. And I, I think it's going to be one of the most watched. It's not going to. I believe in Dave. I believe in Filoni. The force is with him. It will not disappoint. Yeah. Stay I, I... positive. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're as positive as anyone out there. So, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much episode four, Fallen Jedi. Um, thank you for everyone in chat and everyone watching us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and um, we'll have an episode Sunday, uh, a general episode that we do on Sundays. We'll probably talk a whole lot more about it. We'll do a breakdown episode tomorrow. Um, hopefully, everyone can be back on. And we'll kind of jump through 10 second by 10 second scene and uh, kind of go over it. And uh, we, sh- we should do a poll. Did you cry when you saw Anakin and Ahsoka together? <laughs> and then we'll say, we'll do another poll. Do you think you're going to cry next week? <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's going to be big time. Next week, I think it's going to be big time. It's gonna be huge will it will it be a top three episode for like live star wars action well what are your top three episodes right now craig mandalorian season two finale Mm -hmm. obi-wan finale with vader and so that's one then two and i'm saving this one for (laughs) (laughs) to be slotted in there somewhere Uh, well i would say no i'd say number three was the andor no way out Mm. good pick Okay. Those are my top three. So it'd have to be real good to make it in the top three because those episodes are all incredible. Yeah. Anyone else have a different top three? No. I really liked Mando season two, episode one. I thought that was a great episode with the Crate Dragon. It, it felt like a small movie. And it was Top Bant and him wearing the Boba Fett armor was all kind of interesting. But can it make top three? I think Filoni went to Kathleen Kennedy and said, hey, <laughs> the TV budget's not going to cut it for this one. <laughs> I, I have to say, the only thing that I was disappointed tonight was that Zeb wasn't in the X-Wing squadron. Thank That's you. That's what Josh said. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
it, it panned over for once and I was like, oh, here we go. And there's going to be Zeb. Uh, oh. <laughs> Zeb, he, she, he flew with that group. Yeah. That's why I was like so surprised he wasn't there. I was like, okay. Come All on. Right. Whatever. <laughs> their budget. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have him in there. It was a short little scene. Yeah. Yeah. But they had the director, Peter Ramsey. They had Brendan Wayne, who's the Mandalorian in the suit walking around. And I think they had Steph Green in there as well. I'm not quite sure. X-Wing pilots to all be cameo people. <laughs> it's kind of... It is like a joke now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a running tradition now. Have a director as a pilot. I think we might have lost Craig there. Annoying. It takes you... It, it takes you out of the moment when it keeps happening over and over again. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of, sort of. It's like but... if George Lucas popped up on every scene, you'd be like, this is weird. Like, I can't. It takes, you know what I mean? I want to be in it. I want to feel like it's real, not like. Hey, man, we put the, the E.T. creatures in prequels, so. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do it. George did. I mean, yeah, George did it specifically. Papanoida. I think it keeps that humor alive in Star Wars. Even, yeah, but if, I understand what you're saying is like it does take you out of it. I'm like, yeah, hundred percent. But it, it takes you out of it. But with that one scene, it was like he didn't look like George. He was in all kinds of blue make. <laughs> you only saw him for a second. He didn't talk. I suppose Filoni. He's got his cowboy hat on. He's like, <laughs> you know, what hey, I mean? man, the like, Come on. So tonight, Balin's stunt double kind of took me out of it. When I saw a different guy's face on Balin, I was like, uh, you didn't see it. Did you watch it in 4K, Craig? Uh, I don't know. Does it play on 4K on the, on the PlayStation 5? I don't know. It should. It should stream in 4K. How do you know? How do you even find out? Uh, you look at your Disney Plus app, I believe, and it, it'll tell you. All right. Uh, look, I didn't know that. Did you guys notice it? I didn't notice. Yeah. You kind of. Yep. It's kind of like it's kind of like the Buffy. When Buffy would fight, you would see if it wasn't Sarah Michelle Glitter. You could notice. Yeah. Yeah, it was that whole thing. But there was a straight-on shot of his stunt double, and it's like, oh my gosh, that I mean, that's obvious. But I mean, it's a TV show, so I mean, there's. There's a CGI shortage, but yeah, I, I think we're all hyped for next week. And man, the speculation is going to be crazy now online. I can't wait to see what mm -hmm. everyone else says or thinks or whatever, whatever theories or stuff that we missed tonight. Yeah, that uh, factor in. But yeah, Maroc is gone. Kind of. He's a bunch <laughs> of green smoke. Maroc's going to get replaced by Thrawn next week. So I think. Nobody's gonna remember Maroc after tonight. Oh my gosh, you might just go away for good, huh? Hey, so do you think anybody hit bingo tonight? Uh, let's take a look at the bingo card. Let me see if I can pull it up here. All right, here it is. So, um, no more. I, no, nothing. Doesn't look like we're going to get Luke this series, does it? It oh. doesn't. So maybe the bottom left-hand corner, like Craig was saying? Six, Rex. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some kind of uh, scene where Ahsoka is watching Vader and Luke fight. I wouldn't be surprised if we did see something that with the world between worlds. Like if she can see into the different doorways or something. Maybe she sees them fight on Bespin and then off in the hallway she sees Ray watching. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. That'd be very Star Wars Inception esque. <laughs> well, that was a, a really good episode. It felt really tense. Um, you know, the live, the fighting, the lightsaber duels were great. It, they felt intense and i appreciate it. that felt like there was meaning bef- behind it you know not just like uh they're fighting you know what i mean i think it's a great hook this is a great hook episode i think that last episode we were kind of like uh, on the fence but this one and the way it ended i feel like boom this is like i need to watch the next episode like and i feel like that'll also be around for the general audience if this is where the turning point where they're like you know what? I'm I'm all in on Ahsoka instead of being super skeptical of what the future is. True. All right, guys. I think that's pretty much it for tonight. So, thank you for everyone joining us in chat. Uh, watch us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and we will do a breakdown tomorrow. I'm pretty sure. I think Colin's going to join that podcast, and we're going to go. Brian. Pretty much Comment. Um, he said, uh, "What if Ahsoka voice in Rise of Skywalker is when she is in the world between worlds?" Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a possibility. Yeah, depending on if she is still alive and if she fell through the doorway, if she can commune with it, if she's force sensitive enough to like just kind of pop in, pop out. I guess maybe that's possible that she can maybe be there as like a meditation point. I don't know. It's I hope we get answers. (laughs) I hope we get specific answers on how she ended up there and why Anakin is there. Yeah. Not as the force goes. How is that possible? What's going on? Hopefully there's a really good explanation. Hopefully we don't have to wait till like Japan to ask Filoni that question. (laughs) Bro, no. (laughs) That would be the worst. True. Because we probably won't get the movie till 2025. Oh man, the movie. I don't think we're getting the movie till far after that because of the strikes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless Filoni, like I said earlier on the pre show, he might be writing the stuff anyway. I mean, like <laughs> or if, maybe he wrote it like a while back. If you're somebody like Favreau or Filoni, are you really not going to write the thing that you're passionate about? Like, when, you know what I mean? Because they're on strike. Yeah, I mean, I said that earlier in the pre-show. I mean, when when you're a writer, your mind is constantly moving about story and different ideas. So Alex from YouTube kind of thinks the same way as Joss, that she is the map. She touched the map, she is the map. Ow, my hand. Ow, my hand. Ow, okay, we're going to zoom in on my hand real quick. Ow, my hand. I was like... Okay. <laughs> okay. I was your like, hand. you're already using one lightsaber. It's fine. Like, <laughs> like if it was two lightsabers, she dropped one. And then I was like, oh, okay. But no, she's, she's using one. So I'm like, okay. 
Whatever. I thought that was interesting too in this episode. She went with the one lightsaber. It was very yeah samurai esque, as someone said in the chat earlier. Yeah, Balin's like sword tactics remind me of like a knight, whereas she reminds me of like a samurai. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's a really cool face off. Yeah, yeah, it kind of was the way they fought. Yeah, Gareth Monroe said it. Yeah. Well, I think it was a good episode. I'm looking forward to next week. The big question now, I guess, is is episode six going to somehow top five or is five going to be the high point and it's just going to go down? It's all downhill from there. I don't know. We shall see. And Anna, thanks from on YouTube. That, that was such an Indiana Jones reference. <laughs> that goes back to there's only so many stories you can tell. Yeah. And we've seen or heard most of them, but... Yeah, keep on coming back to Star Wars. And Filoni's in charge of this. And if it's great, it just bodes well for his movie in the year 2036 or whenever we get it. (laughs) Hopefully I'm still alive. Same here, man. (laughs) So what do you guys think? You guys think any think you're going to be crying like a baby next week? I hope so. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not sure if anything can make me cry as far as what we're talking about. Come on, Anakin Soka fighting. You were the chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, Craig, maybe. May I mean maybe I I'll get teary-eyed, but maybe not full on cry. I don't know, man. I just I gotta be in that moment. Uh, Did you guys cry when Luke came? <laughs> I was in utter shock, man, because yeah. we all kind of predicted that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then people were saying we were crazy. And a lot of other well, people predicted it, too. I woke up and then went to go watch it. And then like, I was like, oh, look, it, someone posted. And then I was like, Mark Hamill. And it's just like this. And I was like, oh. it's like come on (laughs) yeah yeah the hype and build up to that episode was was insane and i watched it live with colin and once that x-wing that lone x-wing showed up colin was like david (sighs) david and i'm like nah man don't it's someone else it's someone else it can't be luke there's no way it didn't leak all that all that stuff for that season leaked and they prevented that leak Maybe that was their strategy and then let everything leak but this. So it was more of a shock. That'd be smart. Yeah. Yeah, that was incredible because it always felt like it had to be Luke, but it was just like, are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? And then when I saw the X-Wing, I'm like, please don't just give me hope. Don't give me hope, please. (laughs) And then a second I saw the black robe up over in the hallway i'm like it, it's him they're not they're not messing around here <laughs> they're Luke. yeah yeah all right well i think that is it for this episode thanks uh once uh, this is like my fourth ending for this episode <laughs> thanks everyone for watching and chat uh we will be back tomorrow for a breakdown and do another episode on sunday so 
For Josh, Retro Ray, Craig Five, my name is David, and may the force be with us all.